Welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel <laughs> Universe with the guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse, and with me today is a edgy emo flyboy, Jordan. I am the angel of death. Sharp-edged. Yeah, so we are talking about uh, the the edgiest, the, the well, not the edgiest, and technically Wolverine's the edgiest, but the technically edgy well, there's a lot of knife people i can't make i can't make qualitative <laughs> games right now um but we we're talking about archangel um this would have been about the time when he was created as the uh as death which is why he turned the purple apocalypse. or blue you know, match with uh horseman death uh, apocalypse um grayish blue I mean, more of a grayish blue then? He can he can do whatever he wants, so it's whatever. But he, I mean, he also has a purple with pink highlights, and it's pretty good. It's a pretty good color scheme. I had a toy of him, and it was one of my favorites. But yeah, but we are talking about. Uh, I'm gonna say not a good good flyboy, but like a bad edgy flyboy. Um, Warring Kenneth Worthington the third. Um, so so yeah, he's. It's Archangel. Like, you probably know something about Archangel. If you want... Wait. Was he in the... Was he in the... The animated 90s animated? The 92? Mm, I think he was. I think he was, but... Yeah, they they had to have him because they definitely did his first set of horsemen uh, with Apocalypse. Like, they definitely did an arc with, with Apocalypse and they had the first, like, group of horsemen with War with Warren. Well, I mean, I see, I don't think he's as ubiquitous outside of a lot of stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, it, it it was a very, it had to be a small arc, though. Like, it wasn't, like, like a huge thing that they did with him, but I definitely remember him being there in, like, animated form. Well, well, like, it's, uh, it's Angel, but with, like, metal wings that are tipped in neurotoxin. Hmm. And he can, he can shoot them, he can shoot out flangettes. And they're like they're made of metal, so he can also use a shield, and he can fly quickly. Uh, he, his occupation: former chairman of the board and principal stockholder of Warrington uh, Industries, former adventurer, former agents of Apocalypse. No occupation at present. Well, I guess he is rich, so it's not like it's a big deal for him. No, no, it's not. So he's so it's basically like publicly known that he's Angel, but they don't know that he's a uh, Death Horseman of Death. His former alias is the Avenging Angel, the Angel, and Death. Um, he was born in Centerport, Long Island, New York. He's single, and uh, his own relatives, Warren uh, K., his great grandfather, his grandfather dead. Warren K. Jr., his father dead. Catherine, mother dead. Bert, his paternal uncle, not dead. Yeah, he's not dead. Yeah. Ah, oh, cool. So he does have some family. Yeah, so uh, he was part of the he was former member of X Men, the Champions of Los Angeles, the Defender. He was in Defenders. Oh, okay. Was, okay, yeah, that was during the time when they thought X Men wasn't going to be a thing. For okay. a little bit, they they spread people out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm glad I wasn't. I'm glad I wasn't just pulling that out of my ass earlier. See, there I should. Go. I should. I should trust my. I should trust my <laughs> Marvel knowledge, even pulled out of nowhere. Um, and 
He was a horseman of the apocalypse and a current member of X Factor. This is, I think, before they went back to having the blue and gold teams. Well, before they had the blue and gold teams where everyone yeah. kind of went back and formed a new thing. Um, yeah. yeah, this is 89. So like the 90s, when X-Men became the largest thing to ever exist, um, mm-hmm. started fairly soon. Well, I mean, 80s was good, but like 90s, like catapulted them even higher. So um, he first appeared in X-Men issue number one. Like, he's Angel. He's one of the O5. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Warring Worthington III attended a private school in his adolescence when his wings began to grow from his shoulder blade. The wings reached their full adult size within months, but Worthington kept them a secret bite, strapping them tightly to his back and concealing them under his clothes. At first, he thought himself a freak. However, Worthington learned that he can use his wings to fly and came to enjoy his newfound ability. You know, binding is, can be very dangerous if you're not done doing it properly. Can be. Also, I just wanted to point out, hey, hey, dude, you got wings. Why didn't you try flying earlier? Like, why didn't you? Like, these are big wings. What am I supposed to do with them? Hmm. I don't it know. Says it took, it's, you said it, it took them a few months to reach their full adult height or adult size. Yeah, but he. Maybe but, he was actually worried that they. Because, I mean, they, when you're a human, you don't know what size wings you need to fly. But but at the same time, like, you, you try, you flap them. Yeah. You know, you can control them. Like, it, you, you know, it'd be like if I had, it'd be like if I had like a, like an extra hand and I just like, kind of let, let, let sit there and never did anything with it. I mean, like, you never as a kid took an umbrella and tried to jump off uh, like a one story r- roof or something. No, yeah, no I've, I've done way worse stuff than that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you've got wings. You think you think you would try that. Like, yeah, like, like you jump on a trampoline and see if you can flap your wings a little bit, you know, like glide it's somewhere. Like, it's not like it's a glide. They're not a set of gliding wings. They're not like, yeah. like falcons or uh, falcons or the vultures or something. It's like a set of wings. You flap them. Like they're part of you. You have the muscles and like they twitch and stuff. Like, I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm just, I feel like. I feel like I would. Declare myself an angel and have a cult. Yeah, That's me. Now, see, Jesse, you're you're thinking along the line around the same lines I would. If I had an, a sudden new appendage, I would spend time trying to figure out how it worked. But yeah. then again, I am one of those people that is called an adaptophile, where yeah. you actually pay attention to things like that. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, I mean, again, like he was, he's a handsome, like he's always <laughs> he's half always half naked. Like they, they always drew him half naked. Like yeah, if he, he could, was, if he, he, was could... he was, he was a playboy. Like yeah. that was part of his description. They purposely made him handsome. Yeah, like I mean, I, th- I feel like I would declare myself an angel. And if and if you uh, read that really horrible thing by Chuck Austin, <laughs> um, he was actually an angel and had could heal people with his blood, and also had sex with an underage woman for your family. Oh, um, I mean, why? Yeah, you know, like you know that. That thing that I like to bring up a lot, even though it hurts me. <laughs> How many of the Gun Three kids were mutants, anyways? Did all of them turn out almost, to be them? almost all of them? Really? Wow. Yeah, and they're they are a large family, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Mom, Mama Guthrie just popped them out and just like, cool. This one can. This one is uh, not invulnerable and blast, and I like him a lot. He's the best boy. 
Uh, that's what she said, exactly. <laughs> I actually kind of want to know more about the Gunthrie clan, though. I want to see the, who who some of the others are, because we only know about the about Cannonball, Husk, and uh, their one brother who they killed off already. Well, well I mean, there was, a, there was like a short story called, it was like the Romeo and Juliet, both like Hatfield and McCoys. Apparently yeah. Yeah, and there's like was... a mutant and a human, but the but the humans had were anti mutant, but the, except for the yeah. daughter, yeah, I forgot what it was called, but that was apparently like very okay. Um, but you know, wasn't that when they when they showed the brother that had wings? Um, the Guthrie brother with the wings, probably. I don't know. I there's there's too many Guthries for me to remember. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, that's the thing. One night, when there was a fire in his dormitory, he resolved to use his flying power to rescue the people inside. To conceal his identity, he wore a long, long wig with a long nightshirt, <laughs> so that he can look like an angel. Again, you almost did start a cult. Do, do a cult. You're already rich, you're handsome, and, like, just do a cult. And I understand, cults are technically bad, but also, like, why not do a cult, if you could? You know? <laughs> so many people can't do a cult. Do a cult, Worthington. <laughs> um, shortly after he became a costume crime fighter in New York City under the guise of Avenging Angel, uh, but then he was like contacted by the X-Men, uh, who and then agreed to become one of the original members. Now, years after, Charles Xavier uh, recruited several new members of the group. Angel decided to leave the team. After his parents' deaths, he inherited a vast fortune, and he used part of it to find a Los Angeles-based organization called the Champions, which was a really weird team. Had yeah. Ghost, Ri- Ghost Rider, um, Hercules, Black Widow, Iceman, uh, him, and... Uh, um. Blanking. I'm blanking too. Because I can kind of see see one of their comic covers in my mind, but I can't remember. I'm blanking real hard, so I'm not gonna I'm just I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna look it up. Um but yeah, it was a really weird mix of team. Like I don't know why. Like the current okay, the current run of Avengers technically does have Black Widow and Ghost Rider, but that's Robbie (laughs) Reyes, not like the Johnny Blaze and and (laughs) Natasha. Like and then Hercules is really weird. Really weird team. Um, I, I had to look it up. I just had to see. Um, Darkstar was a former member. Black Alive? Oh, wait, no, no. That was honorary and scientific advisor. No, I think you got them all. Angel, oh, cool. Ghost Rider, Iceman, Hercules, and Black Widow. Oh, cool. Got it. And, see, and, I need to yeah. stop second, second guessing myself. I'm, I've been right on twice, on two things I randomly had to remember. Oh, I love this quote. Holy crap, it's Hercules, Iceman, Black Widow, Ghost Rider, and Angel. But why? It makes no sense. And that's Kate Bishop Hawkeye. And it, that had, it, that did not, when, it when didn't that, last for long, for a no. reason. It was... Like it turns out, you need to make your characters like somehow, somewhat cohesively go to come together, in a way, and uh, that didn't happen. Uh, so, uh, Worthington also publicly revealed that he was Angel, although he helped, uh, although he and Xavier managed to keep uh, secret his connection with the Xavier School. 
uh, the cover and home base for the X-Men. Uh, when the... Oh, wow, I like this sentence. When the <laughs> champions failed as an organization, uh, Worthington <laughs> decided to devote his time to his business and duties and renewed a romance with longtime girlfriend, Cadence, Cadence Candy Southern. Um, oh, wait, then, I, I kind of remember her. I mean, that she was uh, in his life. Um, and yeah, he briefly returned to the X-Men um, after that. Then he joined another team uh, called the Defenders and remained with them after the Beast and another original X-Men reorganized the group. Hmm. Uh, the Defenders used the mansion estate that Worthington and Southern jointly owned in Colorado Rocky Mountains as the base of their operations. Oh, okay, their timeshare. Yeah. Also, like... For Defenders, a second there, I was worried it was their actual home. I was, like... I, I said that, like, the uh, Thunderbolts is, like, a secretly like a a good long running series that like lasted for a super long time <laughs> but also i'm going to say that defenders while not always good also ran way longer than you think it would have yeah but like it was in the hundreds by the time it stopped its original run it ran pretty consistently through the 90s as well like it kind of it went for a really long time the, the original well the original ongoing um so um so yeah uh after after several of the defenders seemingly perish in a battle against moon dragon and the dragon of the moon uh angel joined the, the other founding x uh, x-men in the x factor which would basically was basically like they did two things they were x factor who was the ghostbusters for buffer mutants and they used that as a front to basically help a bunch of like mutants, like they would get called, be like, "Hey, this kid shot fire out of his fist," and you think he's and, a like, mutant? Come get him! I think he's a mutant. Also, he's like real boring, and he likes to be called Fire Fist. <laughs> um, uh, so you know that that's that's what their front was. Um, so uh, Worthington brought a friend from school, Cameron Harge, to act as X Factor's public relations effect. Uh, director sorry i said defector uh because i well, knew cameron hodges yeah um, i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> if um, you know x-men history <laughs> yeah cameron hod that was a real bad choice there X, uh real, ba Worth. real bad choice there uh dude um you did a bad job uh i'm gonna say zero out of ten you did very horrible <laughs> yeah um but unknown to worthington the leader hodge was a leader of the organization called the right and attended to use x-factor to exasperate like a team uh, mutant since i did not know that he was recently part of the organization called the right i yeah. did not know there was the right in marvel yeah there's also a corporation well, capital r i mean i know um them yeah them they there's a her <laughs> and a he you know it's oh uh, yeah. comics uh so, subsequently, in a battle with the Marauders, uh, he got caught by the Marauder Blockbuster, who, and Harpoon, and they impaled his wings with, with, harp guess what, Harpoon used his harpoons, too. Harpoon. Uh. The wings of, yeah. So, the mean massacre happened. Um, and the Thor basically rescued him, but the bones of his wings were permanently crippled. 
and his wounds became infected, and he basically had to get them surgically amputated. Oh, I didn't know they got infected. Oh, that's... Oh. Yeah, no, they wanted to really make his life bad. Um, yeah. So, he... He changed, so basically Worthington changed his will, leaving his fact, his fortune to X-Factor, and thereby, like, unwittingly, like, playing into Hodge's plans. Oh god, and not only was he a political maneuvering, but he was also a, a corporate lawyer maneuvering. Yeah. Wow, just double evil there. He's just real bad. He's not great. Yeah, shortly after, uh, in despair over the loss of his wings, he broke up with Southern. In the controversy plaguing uh, X-Factor, uh, Worthington apparently committed suicide in a small aircraft that exploded. Which is the which is the way you commit suicide in the Marvel Universe, because that way you can come back. Well, Anytime. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how many exploding aircrafts have caused people to supposedly die or disappear, and we find out later they were alive? I mean, Corsair is one of them. I mean, yeah. there's, there's multiple and, ones in X-Men. And technically like, the third Summer's brother. Because he was in there, I think. Well, don't you mean the third summer's brother that was erased from <laughs> Cyclops' yes. mind after he was sent on a suicide mission onto the living planet? That, that's living, uh, <laughs> living island. And then he had to figure the out best, years the later. Best, the, best, the best part about that is, is that I think you mentioned it in another episode how there was a time when they were kind of living in the same area. And there's been, like, times where they would pass each other and, like, they seem familiar. Like, they wouldn't actually, like, Professor X knew they were brothers, never mentioned it to them. And he forcibly erased his memories of him so he would never know that he was his brother. So it's not like he actually knew he was his brother that died. He just made him forget that he ever knew him. Yeah, so, I mean, cool cool move, Xavier. Yeah. Cool move. Um, so... So yeah, he, uh, but basically he was teleported away by safety. Again, not the only person to <laughs> supposedly die in a plane explosion that got teleported away um, by an alien. Well, not an alien. Technically, he's not, but it was like a, a celestial ship. So technically angel, uh, alien technology. Um, yeah. Yeah. And he was brought, he got his wings back through manipulation. And then like, he was just like, oh God, I'm so goddamn edgy now. He became the uh, Horseman of Death, and he battled with the four founding members, but then was shocked into ending his attack when one of the X-Factor members, Iceman, faked his own demise. The good old, I'm made of ice and I'm dying, Gambit. Um, so he, he, uh, he, got, he left the X, he left Apocalypse and X-Factor, and he flew to a solitary life and then eventually came back. But there was there was a while for a few months where he was just like in New York, just like, <laughs> oh man, I'm so edgy, doing the brooding on the edge of buildings in the rain. He was he was pulling he was pulling like a Batman and doing a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah. So, um, he is six foot, weighs one fifty, has blue eyes, blonde hair. And oh yeah, uh, I was gonna say I thought you know with the wings he'd be heavy, but he's got those hollow bones, huh? Yeah, he got the. He ain't got no bones. Well, he's got bones. They're just light. I was making. I was making a joke. Sorry. Sorry. No. I was someone. Do you know that? Do you know that meme that went around where like because you know of course there's cute people and now, um, and they're just like, what are they doing? This is disgusting. They and they're just like kids in like 
babies and like the things they put babies in to do x-rays on them um and when someone pointed that out like one of the one of the people like yeah for all you guys people for all you people saying that these are for x-rays they're babies they ain't got no bones (laughs) 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 it's very good (laughs) it's my favorite retort to anything (laughs) so um so yeah so he he does you know he's like he's he's strong but like you know strong as if like he's uh like you know his wings are stronger though so he can like carry like 200 pounds Hmm. in addition to his own weight so he can carry like a fat child with him he's a real chubby child Hmm. you know so he could carry me Hmm. if i lost like some weight yeah um so he yeah he can fly because he has natural wings well yeah well technically natural wing is it i don't know i'm not gonna get into that (laughs) so basically he's he's like a bird he has hollow uh, he has hollow uh, bones uh and he fall like he weighs like not that much uh because of that his eyes are adapted to withstand like high high speed winds um, oh, lucky! Yeah, he has a special mem- membrane in his respiratory system, allowing him to extract oxygen from the air at high velocities or altitude. Also, he lives in Colorado. I think he probably also has that going for him for high altitude breathing. Yeah, uh, he he has to flap like his wings, like uh, like a bird. Uh, but since being altered by apocalypse, he can now. Fly at speeds just over the speed of sound, which is around wow. 770 miles an hour at sea level. Um, it's not known how long he can maintain this speed before he begins to tire. Um, as he approaches the speed of sound, his wings create a screaming sound. He suffers no ill effect from sonic booms that he creates himself. I make the air scream like I feel inside. <laughs> uh, I feel like I would, I feel like I would, if I was him, I would just, like, just annoy the fuck out of people by making oh, no. random sonic booms over, like, neighborhoods. Just like, oh. I'd be like, what was that? I don't know. It sounded like an explosion. <laughs> um, he can fly beneath the height of clouds, which is around 6,500 feet. Um, he can reach the height, he can, like, he can reach the, uh, 10,000 feet in the air with a little effort. Um, the highest he was able the with severe strain, he can reach the highest recorded altitude of a bird in flight, which is um, the African geese that uh, 20, uh, 29,000 feet above sea level. Huh. But he can only remain that, uh, maintain that height for several minutes. Um, he could maintain he can maintain nonstop flight uh, uh, under his own power for about 12 hours. He cannot make transatlantic flight. Apparently. Apparently people were, people were telling rumors being like, oh, he can fly across <laughs> the ocean. And, and he's just like, no, I don't. I can't. <laughs> he had to put stop to those rumors. Yeah. People just like, oh, carry me over the ocean. And they're like, no, you'll die. Um, and uh, 
he can also like he also has like you know organic which organic metal you know like colossus has hmm. um and he can project these or fled jets as they like they love saying fled jets in the comic they say nerved neurotoxin tipped fled jets <laughs> like they love saying that stuff um but he can like shoot them out at great speed and force and um they're tipped with paralyzing chemical agent generated about his body and when it enters their bloodstream it like it disrupts the uh their neurons slowing their movements and uh he's he's probably immune to it um apparently his apparently like they'll shoot out against his will like as like a like a aggressive like when he's like unconsciously Ooh. being aggressive like it'll be like ah. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. That that never like, happens. Uh, <laughs> when he gets really mad. <laughs> oh no, I ruined your carpet because I, you, t- you talked about a thing I didn't like. Or I stubbed my toe and it went everywhere. Oh no, I murdered this child on accident because I tripped and I... Oh no. But yeah, <laughs> but that's him. Uh, that's it. That's all we have. Wow. So, what do you think? Uh, I remember growing up with with him. Honestly, like I, I don't know. Like you said, we were trying to remember if he was in the cartoon or not. But I definitely remember reading comics with him in. And I remember for a time, like, yeah, he was edgy, and it was like, oh, so cool. He's got metal wings. He's awesome. Well, he, he, I mean, I'm gonna say it's a lot like how um, Gambit was the coolest thing in the world. And I'm gonna, you know what? I go, I go around on Gamma. I'm either like, yeah, he's yeah. pretty cool, but it's never, it's not because he's cool because of what, how I thought when he was a, as a child. Oh, yeah. It's just because he's so ridiculous as a person. Yeah, like, I, I go off, like, Gambit, I don't know why, but Gambit has been someone that I always, like, kind of liked as a, as a, as an idea and a character. I think mostly because the cartoon made, made me like him much more than he probably, than I probably should have. Uh, but. Every once in a while, like, I read a story that I just love. Like, when that whole New Sun saga, when he was, ha- when he had his own comic book, and, and like, there was ties to Land, what was it, Landman, La- Landman Laku, and L- Luckman, or whatever. Y- you know, the LL and L, like, time broker things that sometimes show up in, in Marvel. Like, they were trying to find, like, an- another, like, uh, Messiah-ish thing, and, and he was actually involved in that, too off to the and i think this was was like off after the whole thing when they did it with deadpool but i don't know for some reason like i like that run where we like saw like where he like went time traveled and like and did all kinds of crazy stupid stuff i mostly i mostly like uh i mostly just like it when he's a thief and assassin <laughs> you know those were real bad episodes of the comp of the show <laughs> that whole that whole Belladonna arc is sucks so bad. You know what? I'm gonna just be honest. Most of the te- uh, the David Assassin guilds kind of suck, but I love I love him though. So, so yeah. Um. Okay. Well, this is a. Uh, I think we're done. So, what do you have to plug? Um. By the time this comes out, you can hear me on uh, one of the 
older podcast that I used to do has started up again, War and Beast. We're we're uh, talking about the War for Cybertron uh, new co- cartoon series that uh, Hasbro has done for the uh, War for Cybertron Siege toys, which I keep looking at and I'm like, oh man, I really would like some of those. I just started watching, um, I finally watched a uh, Gundam series that I like. Oh, which one? Because well, I know there's I, tons of them. But. Iron-Blooded Orphans. I um, I only heard little bits about them, but I think that was a good one. Is yeah, it, I, is I'm it liking it. I'm liking it yeah. a lot. Um, but, uh, like, it makes me just like, I don't know, maybe I should get a Gunpla. Like, you know... <laughs> <laughs> I I've never actually made like a gunpla like start for finish, but I've always wanted to. Like I love the idea of actually making things like that. I might get I might get like one on the cheaper side and just see how it see how it goes for me. There's a, there's like a very various models that are like you don't have to hand build like toy models too. You know if you just like the design. Well, no, but, I want to build but it. But sometimes, though. yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Sometimes the fun is just actually building the thing. Yeah, I want to build it. Yeah, so that's so. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna, but that's that's my. I don't know. I'm not gonna do plugs. I, that's gonna be my recommendation. <laughs> uh, like uh, the Mobile Suit Gundam Iron Blooded Orphan uh, Orphans. It's uh, pretty cool about these kids who are they're basically were exploited for their uh, for their uh, productivity, and uh, they were just like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna pull a marks on you. We're gonna kill our." <laughs> our bosses and take it sees me to productions and then they uh they're trying to fight their way up to make uh make mars a better place for everyone who lives on it it's uh pretty cool main guy main the 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 the, the main guy is like not your normal not your normal like uh anime protagonist either so yeah huh yeah i mean he's good at fighting but like there's he's like it, it, it's good like watch it you know it's fun yeah um but yeah this has been uh this has been alphabet flight and uh and uh may country protect you through all of your night's travels good night oh.